lived a lot of lives before I was an Avenger, before I got this family. I made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be. Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 59, recorded July 11th, 2021. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And yes, it's that time again. There's a new Marvel Cinematic Universe film, Black Widow, starring, of course, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weisz, David Harbour, William Hurt, a little bit. Ray Winstone. Ray Winstone. Wow. Ray Winstone. Out Out of left field. Ray Winstone. This is not quite what we thought we would get in a Black Widow movie, but it's not a bad thing. It's, uh, you know, I think a lot of us kind of thought we would get something about Budapest and Clint, but instead we get this pretty interesting story about the family, her her made-up family. Yeah. <laughs> her deep-cover yeah. made-up family. And the family reunion that comes out of that. So, but, you know, at the same, at the same time, though, it's still a spy movie. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's the, the high-tech, yeah. you know, you know ultra-modern super spy movie it's it's a little bit family drama it's it's revenge and it's it's also mcu so it's it it has to you know tie into some of those and set up some of the next ones there are a lot of moving parts in this film i i realized we had a we had like a hiccup there because we were like ah crud how do we actually synopsize this um so i like i guess it's like all right so this is this is a story of natasha black widow in between civil war and Infinity War, where she is, she kind of goes on her own little side quest to get rid of a bad guy from her past, but along the way meets up with her pretend family from when she was in, from when yeah. she was a kid. Yeah. There we go. I guess, I guess that's the easiest way to synopsize it. <laughs> yeah, Russian child sleeper agent, which was a, you know, weird and disturbing thing, and, you know, good on, good on them for that. You know, they, they, they sold that whole idea. It's, it's disturbing and unsettling. That that works. That mm-hmm. plays. A pretty good sequence of them escaping, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was exciting. That uh, that that first action sequence was was well put together. Uh, some mm-hmm. some neat stuff going on there, and and a couple of surprises. You know, for for people who weren't expecting things. Solid cast. You know, good performances from from everybody all around. When any when any of these characters was doing something on screen, I I was watching. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they had my attention. The, the family that, you know, so the family, so Russia ostensibly did this, maybe, got the four of them together to, you know, be a fake sleeper cell family. And when that family is together, it's really believable. It's like really, they really play off each other really well. They have really good chemistry together. And it's like, I could watch that the whole time. Like there's more spy movie than there is family drama. Well, actually, I don't know. It's almost, it's probably, it's almost an even split. Yeah. And, and like, if a part of me actually kind of wishes there was more family drama than spy movie. I understand why there's more spy, why there's, you know, a good amount of spy movie. It's a Marvel movie there. Yep. They got to get butts in seats. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, this, like, with Joker, like, how, is this how we're just going to get everything filtered now? Like, is the only way I'm going to get, like, a psychological character study is if it's, you know, through the lens of a comic book? Is the, is this the only way I'm going to get, like, a... A big budget family drama now as if it's like through the lens of comic books if that said though i kind of wish there was a little bit more family drama that's the stuff that i think is particularly great the uh i really like the way that florence Pugh and scarlett johansson with it really work with each other 
they there's like a scene where they're driving in the car together and they're just like you know shooting the breeze in a sense just to kill time yeah and like i really like that scene you know this is the first piece of clothing i've ever bought for myself that yeah you don't like it is that like a an army surplus or okay it has a lot of pockets <laughs> But I use them all the time, and I made some of my own modifications. Well, oh, yeah? never. <laughs> Shut up. The point is, I've never, I've never had control over my own life before, and now I do. I want to do things. Mm. I like your vest. God, I knew it. I knew you did. It's so cool, right? It's good. Yes. I and you it. can put so much stuff in there. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Like I said, there are a lot of moving parts, and I feel like. The, the movie kind of gives them all about equal time, mm -hmm. which yeah, I, I guess is good because there's value in, in each of these different aspects of the story. But I feel like it's just a little bit too much. Like, I, I feel like any given one of these parts would have been better served by having a little more time spent on it. Yep. But I mean, then then you would have a three hour movie and it's like this this would not work as a three hour film. It's, I, I think you're, you've just got a little bit too much in here. You know, spread this mm -hmm. out. You know, cut cut something and and put it somewhere else. Do it do it later in another piece. Yeah, I feel like it kind of balances what it's doing relatively okay, but I don't think it needed to. I think it could have been. We could have had ten more minutes of movie with a little bit more family drama, and that could have been totally fine. Yeah, and probably would have been more more exceptional in, in my opinion. The now that it could be coming from a guy who, despite us not having one of these movies for a while, and we were supposed to get this movie in May of 2020, I am still having superhero fatigue here, y'all. So yeah. I mean, like, I haven't watched any of the Marvel TV shows because I'm just I'm just tired. It's not that it's bad. It's not that I think that it's going to be bad. I'm sure the quality is good and everything. I'm just tired. And the thing about this movie is that seeing this kind of character family stuff was much more interesting to me than stuff blowing up the amount of people running away from an explosion in this movie is uh, gets a little ridiculous at times and the yep. thing is the action sequences there's with the exception of like one particularly good fight none of it is really something to write home about they're not bad like that's the thing they're not bad they're very serviceable for what they do but i've seen over 20 of these things now <laughs> and so it's kind of hard for me to be impressed by any of it so to see characters interacting with each other in like a different manner, like that was more refreshing and that was more interesting to me. But like I said, I understand why we like we need the spy stuff because that's, you know, it's helpful. But I almost wonder if we had like a 60-40 split between family drama and spy movie, if that would have like I still think that would have worked. Yeah, I I agree. I mean to to me the you know, the, the family drama stuff, you know, the, the interpersonal relationships and, and some of the scenes that we get that focus on that. Those are the parts that really give some some weight to the movie yep. and to the, the story overall. It's like, yeah, a little more of that would have gone a long way because, mm -hmm. you know, being a Marvel comic book movie, you know, at, at the end we get the big, you know, CGI spectacle and, you know, lots of explosions and debris and people running away from things and running toward things and mid-air fights and, and what have you. But at that point, I just wasn't as invested as I have been in a lot of the other movies. It's... Mm -hmm. give, give, yeah. give, me a, give me a little more reason to actually connect to these characters and care about what's happening to them than, than just style, just cool. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure somewhere today at this exact moment there are two other white guys complaining, you know, saying the exact opposite. Where they wanted to be, there's too much family drama, needed more, needed more action. 
And yeah, probably true. And I don't begrudge them no. if that's what they like. I I get that. Um, but for for these two viewers, that was like we wanted we want we wanted more of that because like and, and I agree it would bring more weight to everything. I don't, uh, the uh, there are some there's some pretty good Marvel Easter eggs as well, but there's also some there's a pretty good film Easter egg that you know isn't unapparent but actually does some pretty good <laughs> foreshadowing if you know your movies. So that was kind of you know like if you know your dad movies especially. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of dads, David Harbor has got the greatest dad energy. Like, I, I don't think he's, you know, going beyond his dadness in, say, Stranger Things because, there's you know, there's only so much movie, whereas Stranger Things is like a whole TV show. Yeah. Um, but, like, he is really, really going for it, and I actually really like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, just Rachel Weisz is awesome. We'll just say that. She is. She's she's always yeah. great. You know, like, like I said, everybody in this is good in their scenes. You know, David Harbour is... Mm -hmm. You know, on top of his game too. You know, he's a similar character to to Hopper from Stranger Things, but not exactly the same. There, in his there, there in some, his dadness, yeah. and and love of seventies, yeah, rock, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Florence Pugh, who's you know been been around for a few years now, is is still good. Yeah. And it's like showing that she's she's got some range. She she can can do the comic book thing too so, yeah okay mm -hmm. yep got it yep uh it's it's too bad because of like because of the way things happen in these movies like it's pretty unlikely we'd have a movie with the four of them again but i don't know they've made other things happen so we'll we'll see right you know i, I comic books and I, science fiction never say never with with right, dead characters right. yeah um and so like and i don't but i think scarjo it does isn't particularly interested in being in being black widow anymore yeah so. yeah i i kind of get that sense and it it it, uh, it tracks really well for this to be you know kind of the the capper on on that character like yeah i i don't feel like there's a whole lot else to really do with her You're like yeah not not a whole lot of additional stories to be told here i i feel like we've we've well, got all the major points really well budapest but well <laughs> yes and no i mean yeah, we, we we get a little bit more here they 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 yeah. They imply a lot about what happened there with, mm -hmm. without, you know, going into all the details. And so I, I think we know enough of, of what went on. Yeah. And it is the kind of thing where if we actually got it, would we probably just be disappointed by now? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good for that to be a little mysterious. And we'll probably learn more about it in a Hawkeye movie that comes down the line. So entirely possible. Yeah. So anyway, the, like the, the politics of the movie is, it's fine. I'm sure some, I'm sure there's two white guys complaining about that right now too. It's not exactly intersectional, but it, I think it's, I think it's going to be the kind of thing that if you're looking for it, you're going to have a lot to work with. Um, and if uh, you're not looking for it, I think it's not going to beat you over the head too much. Um, I will say, however, the villain does come off very Harvey Weinstein, which I actually like. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> but uh, like in the context of everything, but yep. uh, I, I don't know if other people will, but uh, <laughs> I thought it was. I, I, I think I, that's I, there. That's. I think it's it's definitely there. Yeah. I think it's on purpose. It's and, it's, uh, it's not even like it. really disguised much at all. And yep. you know, for for all of that, you know, I I do kind of wish that the villain had had a little more weight in the movie. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They, like you know, the 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 cardinal sin is you know telling instead of showing. Well, they they do a really good job to a point of showing, you know, how how these things have affected you know these these girls you know these these widows who are were part of this program but then they just kind of tell us that oh it was this guy who was responsible and he he doesn't really seem to have a real presence in the movie in the story like he's he's not looming over everything he just sort of appears and we could have had a little bit more james bond movie to that sense yeah 
the because like this feels like it borrows a lot from like a James Bond movie in a lot of ways, and it makes sense considering yeah. you know yeah. what's going on. And but we definitely could have had a little bit more Donald Pleasance kind of for sure villain yeah. with this guy. I mean, I'm not saying I want that kind of performance, but I mean like that kind of like screen time. It, it seemed like uh, before we were recording, I was telling Tim's like it seemed like for this villain to have had more weight, we would have needed to see him in another movie before. And since this is his only movie, it's kind of like it, it's kind of hard to build up that kind of ominousness so yeah man. yeah so that that's that feels like a bit of a misfire and there are some like head scratching moments where i was leaving the movie theater like oh wait but how did that but wait how about they like there's a little bit of that going on in the theater with my butt in the seat like i didn't it didn't get to me that much um i still enjoy the movie i was still entertained by it it still delivers on what it is but there was still like some logic stuff maybe not so much logic as it is logistics yeah that were kind of kind of up in the air so i don't know all in all i would say you know it's definitely worth seeing um it was the the first movie i got to see in a crowded theater so that was kind of fun <laughs> although at the same time also made me kind of nervous <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's where we're at that probably won't go away for a while um so i would say it's it's worth the trip to the theater at least so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it just a flat b i think um, it's not the Marvel's best, but certainly not their worst. And I still had a good time. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. We've we've spent a, a good bit of time here, you know, talking about you know things that didn't quite work for us in the movie, and you know, things that yeah, you know, a few of them didn't really work at all, and and kind of nitpicking. But you know, the the truth is, for the most part, this is still you know really solid. The overall quality compared to you know the MCU films at large hasn't really dropped off much. It's not their best. It's not their worst. I was hoping it would be a little better. Brought some of my own baggage. Some of that was being in a crowded theater again. Yeah. And you know, some some of that was, you know, just so many movies and and things yeah. that are, are not surprising anymore. And the trailers for, for this for me were particularly bad and that kind of colored it for me too yeah. going into it. Yeah. Not not the trailers, sorry, not the trailers for Black Widow, but the trailers before Black of, Widow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but for for all of that, it's it's not bad. I did have fun. Yeah, I I do recommend it. I'm sorry that it took them this long to get to this one. This would have been a better movie and better received if it had come out, you know, a couple of years earlier than it had been scheduled even. Mm-hmm. You know, like if this had hit in 2018 or 2017, yeah. this would have worked a lot better. It's it's just, you know, so much of this stuff has been done by this point and it's it's unfortunate. And and to be honest, having a Black Widow movie in general also seems super late into the game too. It like really she, does. Like she should have had her own solo movie, like probably before the first Avenger movie or right after. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I think that would have been would have been solid in, in phase two, you know, post Avengers where we, we get some hints yeah. at, you know, who the character is. Okay, let's let's flesh that out now, right? Let's yeah. let's let's go there. That would have been a great space to do it. But yep. here we are. So I'm 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 with you on on a letter grade. This is about a B for me. Mm-hmm. I was I was really kind of hoping for more, but it's not bad and it's a good time. Yeah, it's it may be too late, but I don't feel like it's too little. I just wish there was more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the movie and that's our show. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, be back real soon with uh, with the next installment of our Bands on the Real series, Head featuring the monkeys. Yeah, our first real children of a hard day's night. We'll have a, we have a few of those going on for the summer. So Also, if you have any that you think we should check out, let us know. Yep, hit us up on social. We're on Facebook, Dead Letter Movies, Instagram, Dead Letter Movies, Twitter, at Dead Letter Movie, singular, no S. No S on that one. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Okay, girls, I'm, I'm having trouble hearing you, but Natasha, there's something I need you to know. 
I need you to know that I... I'm sorry. No more excuses, okay? I gave my life for a cause. You I don't. thought I was being brave. You, you don't have earpiece. What? No, she can't hear you. You don't have earpiece. Why not? Because it wasn't part of the plan. Well, yeah, well, what was the plan? 